there is something just remarkably relaxing. That moment you've cut your cigar and you first put the torch to it, slowly toasting that foot and seeing it turn orange and then seeing that tobacco turn to white and realizing you're just a second away from being able to really, truly relax. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke, everybody. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy, and this from Cavalier Cigars, and you can find them at cavalier-cigars.com. This is the inner circle. Now, this was presented to us when we were in Vegas at the big cigar show, the PCA show. And we have been searching high and low on their website at cavalier-cigars.com, and we don't see it. But we have not been told that this was something that was just for the show and not for anywhere else. But we figure we got it, and we're crazy about Cavalier Cigars, so we might as well smoke the thing. And that's exactly what we're doing, Fingers Malloy. This they call a Figurado. This is not a Figurado. This is a torpedo, and I'm willing to fight about it. It is a 6x52, meaning it's six inches long. Tee-hee. Always makes Fingers Malloy laugh. And 52 is the ring gauge, so the diameter of the cigar, basically how thick it is around. Tee-hee. Again, with the laughter. So when we say it's a torpedo, it comes up to a point, but it has a, a standard foot. That foot did not change. It doesn't have a different shape. It's not bulbous. It's not coming down to a point. And when we see a shape like this, that, that what we call torpedo shape, some people might call it a pyramid, there's a conversation, Fingers Malloy, a question. Do you straight cut it or do you V-cut it? And what's the answer to that question, Tony? The answer is yes. <laughs> now, far often, far more often than anything else, we do a straight cut. We want to open it up to a point of acceptability and really get what the blender was going for. The purpose of a V-cut is to intensify the draw. You're cutting into the cigar. Often, with torpedoes or with pyramids, I will utilize a V-cut because I want more of the cigar. I don't want to cut away too much of the cigar. So to see if we'll see a difference, Fingers Malloy went with the straight cut. I went with the V-cut on this cigar. Habano in the wrapper. It's a pretty interesting mix. This is a Nicaraguan Habano from the Jalapa region. And then the binder is a Honduran uh, Habano. The filler is this very interesting mix of both Honduran broadleaf and Pennsylvania Lajero, Pennsylvania broadleaf. There should be, with the cigar fingers, some bigness mixed with a rather unique spice. Yeah, oh, that's what I was just about to say. You know, we're just in the first third. We just lit this, and immediately what struck me was uh, that pepper and spice note uh, really hits not overwhelming, but let you know it's there. Uh, I'm getting a little bit of coffee on this as well, and then maybe like a a hay. Well, you're 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 way ahead of me. First, let's discuss the fact that I don't get a big pepper. I get a nice dance of sweet on the tongue. That's pretty interesting that I'm getting that, but it also could involve what I ate today and what I drank today. That's why you got to have the notebook out. You got to be writing things down. The weather in Indianapolis, Indiana today is perfect. Perfect. Per it's only a shame that we're inside doing the show, but anytime we could be a Blend Bar Cigar in Indianapolis, Indiana, blendbarcigar.com, we're going to do it. Um, there's the pepper. There it is. There's the spice uh, starting to build up. I think coffee's an interesting one. I went with just a sweet. I was getting a sweetness. If you get coffee, I, I think that's, that's more than acceptable. I'm looking forward to how this smokes, but that light is perfect, and that draw 
is something wonderful. Isn't it? It's a nice, easy, pleasant draw. Um, and so far, a, a nice, even burn. Feels really good in the hand. Uh, to me, I, I'll be interested to find out what the price point is on this cigar a little bit later. Um, it's, it's a very enjoyable smoking experience so far. Now, this wrapper, this Nicaraguan Habano Jalapa wrapper, is a, a lighter kind of brown, but 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 not, but but more brown than than light brown. I was. It's a lighter kind of dark brown. I guess is the best way I could put it. And that wrapper has just a touch of oil. It's not necessarily smooth. You could feel some of the veining in there. I don't mind it. I wish it was a touch more heft on this cigar. For me, it's playing a little bit light. In the hands, I, I, starting to edge its way to wiffle ball bat, which hmm. is how we describe a cigar that is very light in the hands. I can see that. Uh, it feels good to me, uh, but, you know, I'm just assuming that all cigars are starting to feel a little bit lighter for me because, you know, I've been working out, Tony. Is that right? No. I was going to say, fingers, yeah. you look swole. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's exactly what I was going to say. Uh so Sebastian, who is Cavalier Cigars, we met him a couple years ago at the show, um, absolutely taken by the brand and what they're doing. You'll see a lot of their cigars have that gold leaf inlay diamond on them. I, I think Cavalier Cigars, I am surprised it hasn't hit bigger with more people. That's how much I enjoyed uh, their smokes. This, this plays a little differently than some of the other things I, I have smoked. I think you're right about the hay. I think that does come in. There is almost a grassy dryness mm -hmm. that is now leading, leaving the finish on this cigar. So it started with that sweet kind of dancing, a little bit of spice hit, hit the back, and now it's, there's this, there is this grass dryness that's happening. That, Admittedly, when you say it like that, it sounds totally off-putting. <laughs> yeah. It's not off-putting. Um, I, I, I see this going with either a very a, a rye or a high rye kind of bourbon um, or, or really uh, the blackest of coffee. Yeah. Right? To see where this thing kind of presents. Yeah. Uh, for, for me, I'm, that, that kind of a sweet creaminess is starting to, to build a little bit. I guess that's how I would describe the sweetness. Just because I got coffee in my head, maybe, and right. I put sweet cream in my coffee, maybe that's why. Uh, that, that's what's going on. You get more on. sweetness than you're getting the, 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 the grass dryness? It's, it's a very, very uh, subtle hint of sweetness. For me, it's it's more of that pepper and spice uh, and that that hay, or you know, you'd describe grass, uh, but there's also that little bit of coffee and, and, and sweetness. Like I, I would say like an Italian sweet cream, but very, uh, it's just a hint of that. One thing is for sure, this is not a one trick pony. There's a lot going on There's here. There's a bunch going on here. This is the inner circle from Cavalier Cigars, Cavalier-Cigars.com. Now, Fingers Malloy, the question is, is this in your humidor? I was looking at a couple places to try and get uh, a prices uh, uh, on this, and I see this coming in at approximately $14 a stick MSRP. Is this the inner circle from Cavalier, Cavalier Cigars, in your humidor? It's very early in our 
you know, smoking experience. But so far, if I had to, to say yes or no, I'd say yes. Yeah, I would be a yes right now, too, because right in the first third, remember, you want to break up the cigar. First third, second third, final third. Measure it in, in your head and then write down what you're experiencing from each of those thirds. You want to write down your notebook so when you smoke it again, you can go back to those notes, see where the through lines are, and you can start developing your palate. This works with three different kinds of drinks right off the top of my head. Therefore, I want it. Therefore, I want it. And it could be that I'm just partial to Cavalier. By the way, they're not sponsors of the show. They should be. I, I, I'm, just, I'm just a fan of what they do. The inner circle from Cavalier uh, Cigars. Uh, Got to talk to you guys about apostate cigars. And then, of course, news of the week. It's all coming up. Cigars out of Utah is not, well, what you normally think. You're like, Utah doesn't do cigars. It may do a lot of things. It's just not the natural home, but there are cigar lounges in Utah. There are cigar lounges in Salt Lake. Kendrick Wolstenholm and Brandon Ovison with the two most difficult names I've ever had to pronounce, Fingers Tiberius Malloy. By the way, Tiberius, that's a true thing. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke. I'm Tony Katz. That's a Fingers Malloy. Don't forget the book, Let's Go Bourbon, available at Amazon.com or wherever fine books are. No, not sold. You just get it at Amazon.com. That's it. Apostate Cigars. A-P-O-S-T-A-T-E. ApostateCigars.com, which, coming out of Utah, just plays in so many great stories, which I'll leave for another time. Uh, new brand. You had the cigar shop, Kendrick, and you said, there's something next here. Is it... Is that the, 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 the drive of the entrepreneur, or is that the looking around and saying, I, I like what I'm smoking, but man, they're not making what I want? It's, it's a little bit of that, but it's also, uh, I just like the creative process. You know, I, I, like, I liked creating and building the business, um, and uh, so, you know, I could have opened up another location maybe or something, but I wanted to try blending my own stuff and see what it turned out like. And, it was kind of uh, an experiment. So, uh, yeah, for, for me, it's, it's entirely about the creative process, really. But that creative process for you is you have this lounge, you hire Brandon. Brandon, in like four hours, is, is your GM. He's, Pretty he's, much, yeah. he's the capo de duty capo. He's the guy <laughs> in charge. And then how does that go from the employer-employee to, a, hey, we've got a relationship here that's bigger than this. Let's Hon go do something bigger than this. Honestly, we we were fast friends and so even though we had that the business relationship we we had a close friendship and uh we got a lot in common brandon's <laughs> brandon's a mover and he he likes he, he he's a creative person too and uh i i knew that he wasn't going to be content being you know store manager forever and i didn't want to lose him so let's figure out something Let, else let's yeah. be partners in something else that's awesome. Well, there's yeah. something else. When did you start creating your own cigars? We first went down to the Dominican and met with Hochi about blending uh, in March of 2021. Now, by the way, the if you remember the name Hochi, when we talked to La Galera, Hochi is the blender for La Galera cigars, and we enjoy. We just had uh, the other day, the Year of the Ox, which oh, you phenomenal. can't even really find yeah. anymore. Yeah. Wonderful, Amazing. wonderful smoke. Well, talk about creating your own cigar brand during a global pandemic. <laughs> well, well, that, the reason why we did it when we did is because we were bored, <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, honestly, it kind of worked out. I, I, I don't know that uh, to do it again, we would make a different choice. We, we had the opportunity to travel. It wasn't hard to make those arrangements. Flights were cheap as hell. Uh, Hochi was available. They didn't have a lot of rollers in the factory. They had curfew, but was still. 
the creative part was still possible. So, so it made that, sense. But that creative part, I mean, it's it's this. Okay, here's an idea of what we're looking for, and then the the the, the blenders say, okay, is this what you're talking about? And then you're smoking it and smoking it and smoking this variation and that variation. And you're like, nah, a little bit more of this, a little bit less of that. That is an intensive, intensive oh, yeah. process. I mean, it, is is it all about palate or is it about soul? How many things yeah. are going through your head to figure out, that. is this the cigar that means me? For us, I think, you know, especially speaking to the creative process part, you can't exclude soul. Um, if we're going to do it, we want to do it right. Obviously, it's not just about the money investment. It's about the time. And we're both very passionate about tobacco and, and the community that it creates and what's behind it. So if we're going to go through that whole process, we want to honor that, right? So yes, it's definitely about the palate and you smoke till you can't smoke anymore. We were at that table smoking every leaf possible to make sure the blends were right. But it's also, yeah, it's about soul. Hell yeah, it's about soul. Well, yeah. so you're here at the Boutique Cigar Association show, and you're trying to expand uh, your, your reach and, and talk about your brand. And I don't mean to, to keep harping on Utah. I mean, I want to talk about it like it's it's Mars or something. But, we, you know, Tony, <laughs> brought <it> up, <laughs> Tony brought it up earlier. Uh, uh, you know, when you think cigars, you don't think Utah. Can you tell us a little bit about the, the, the cigar market in Utah and what it's, it's, it's like to sell cigars in Utah. Uh, it's tough. It's tough. Uh, the predominant religion in the region is against the use of tobacco. Uh, Brandon and I both grew up in it and uh, decided that we didn't want to do it anymore. And we took up smoking cigars at various points in our life. And, uh, and doing so was kind of an act of rebellion. Uh, uh, we're leaning into it, I guess. It's. Uh, but I mean, but there's... So, by the way, that's that's why it's called apostate. I was going to try to avoid that conversation. <laughs> Boom! Kendrick <laughs> is right in. We're leaning in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're not scared. We're, we're on it at this point. But yeah. it's it's but it it goes to a something bigger. You talk about being fast friends. You, uh, Brandon, mentioned that you and Kendrick have a lot in common. Kendrick Wollstonehome, Wollstonehome. I can do it right. Brandon Ovison, Apostate Cigars, A P O S T A T E, ApostateCigars.com. That you have a lot in common, and very often people find themselves in this world. Based on things they didn't know, they naturally just fall over people. And mm. through those conversations, they learn about each other because cigars is about discussion, conversation, learning. And you found this out about each other that you have this, this, this thing in common that mm -hmm. might for other people be common, for might other people just be fascinating. Right. Well, and it's interesting because when you, when you leave a, a major religion, especially if it dominates the bulk of your life, you're, you're actively leaving a community, right? So it was interesting to leave one community and then through tobacco and premium cigars find another community. You know what I mean? So it, it was a piece that was, you had to walk alone for a little while. And then when I found cigars, I found community again. So for me, that's why when you ask, was it spiritual or was it about soul? Absolutely, that's why. Who is? Oh, go ahead, fingers. Well, I was going to ask. You know, if people uh, discover that their their brick and mortar store, or they, they see you online, they see uh, apostate cigars, apostatecigars.com, uh, What is the one stick that they should begin with? What's your recommendation if you're going to try one? <laughs> just try one. Yeah. Uh, you got to start somewhere. Well, I would, I would, I would start with the Connecticut, the Liahona. It's our Liahona. It's called the Liahona. Um, it's a it's a six and a quarter by forty five ring gauge torpedo. Forty five. Yeah. Hochi, so it's, Hochi it's, had these. Had, he had six forty five ring molds gauge molds sitting in the, sitting in his back room. And so it's a Lonsdale, <laughs> but not right. It's it's it's, it's not like a, a it's like American a thin market. torpedo. Mm -hmm. the, the the name Liahona is a 
a term in the Book of Mormon that means compass. And so all the cigars in the line kind of have something to do with the name. And in this case, it's thin and pointy like the needle of a compass, the cigar itself. Um, Should I read something into leaving a religion but still naming something regarding yeah, religion? We're just, we're just working through our trauma. <laughs> you know? no, it's, it's, that's the thing. is like I, I've, I've had some abrupt responses from people who maybe it ruffled feathers a little. But for me, it's not about making fun of anything. It's about embracing that that's our history too you know what i mean we're not a part of it anymore but that's still it that was our formative years man it shaped us a little bit so why not embrace it still the whole culture of cigars and the names of cigars the 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 amount of thought that goes into not just the blend but the connection is part of the most fat is one of the most fascinating parts of this whole world for me uh and and one of the reasons that that fingers and i are so attracted to it there's there's much more happening here than just something surface. There's something very, very deep and connective about it. Brandon and Kendrick, it is Apostate Cigars, A-P-O-S-T-A-T-E, ApostateCigars.com. Uh, uh, working on getting into the more of the retail shops across the country. You can find them at ApostateCigars.com. Guys, appreciate you taking the time to be with us. Being here at the Boutique Cigar Association, coming to Indiana, hope you're having a, a good Amazing. time. Yeah, this is more, more to get to. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. Eat, drink, smoke. It is your cigar, bourbon, foodie extravaganza. I'm Tony Katz. That right there, America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy. Find everything at eatdrinksmokeshow.com and smoking from Cavalier Cigars, the inner circle. It, they unleashed this at the trade show in Vegas. We were at back in July. Habano uh, in the wrapper, a filler that is both uh, uh, Honduran broadleaf and Pennsylvania broadleaf. It's giving hints of, of grass. It's giving hints of sweetness. It's got a bit of pepper, just a little bit too light. I wish it had a little more heft to it, but I have it. I, they, they call it a figurado. It's not a, it's a torpedo, dang it. I'm just saying <laughs> what it is. We need transcripts for this, for this podcast. Because you want to know how to transcribe? <laughs> exactly. I did it as a V-cut, so I cut into the cigar. Fingers Malloy did it as a straight cut, so we're each getting a different type of feel. Fingers is getting a little more full uh, uh, feel in the draw. I'm getting a little more intensity because that V-cut cuts into where the top of that torpedo is. But I'll tell you what, $14 a stick, $15 a stick, that's in my humidor. I'm super happy. Yeah, it is for me, too. I don't know if I would start off my day with this cigar. I'm not saying it punches you in the face, but that that pepper, that spice. It's a good question. I, I think you're right about that. I think that to start with the cigar, it's not because it's it's over aggressive. And I thought with both those broadleafs, we'd get a little more heft, and it might come in the, in the second, third. But there's a lot of dancing going on, and maybe what you want is, is a little more... Um, uh, synthesis to the entire to the entire smoke as your first smoke of the day. This might be too much on the palate. Yeah, early in the morning. Yeah, it, uh, it it probably is. You know, Tony. I Saturday I went golfing. Of course you did. Of course I did. And it shot an eighty six. Not too bad for not uh, it was golfing. miniature golf. Everybody. Uh, yeah, and it was eighteen holes. But uh, I smoked three cigars on Saturday, which is a little more than I normally smoke. But uh, I, I had this weird thing happen on one of my cigars. I want to ask you if this has ever happened to you. I won't mention the name because stuff happens. You know, right. I won't mention the, the brand of the cigar. I, I lit the cigar, and then I looked at it, and there was green 
on and I immediately thought it was mold and I and I I you know kind of scratched a little bit on on the wrapper to see if it was the green was underneath the wrapper but still visible have you ever seen anything like that before? The it was green like a was big, un, under the band or under the wrapper. Under the wrapper, not the band. And it was in several areas. It was like long, thin strips of green underneath the wrapper. Okay, so first understand that what Fingers is addressing here is not plume. Plume, P-L-U-M-E, is a completely different kind of thing. Richard Payton is uh, with us. He is the first ever certified cigar sommelier in the country here, and he works here at Blend Bar Cigar in Indiana, Indianapolis, Indiana. If you could, in 30 seconds or less, Richard, into the microphone, could you describe what plume is? Plume, quite simply, uh, is, it's basically just, to, it just is, demonst- it just actually shows that that cigar has been phenomenally well-aged. Ultimately, what's happening is the sugar's basically that are in the wrapper and even in the filler and binder are starting to move their way up onto the wrapper leaf. Now, some people take plume, which is this white almost dusting, and they're like, oh my gosh, my cigar has mold. That's not mold. Plume is not mold. Not at all. Um, the best, there are any number of ways to distinguish, distinguish between the two. If you can actually wipe the plume off just with a very light very lightly with your finger, then it's plume. Mold basically will damp, mold actually will run all the way down through the center of the cigar. That's Richard Payton. That's what an expert sounds like there, Fingers Malloy. Oh, that's that's why I bring him on. So you did not have plume. No. But the question is, did you have mold? And I'm not quite sure how to answer it. So first, if you have green under the wrapper of the cigar, not the band of the cigar, the wrapper of the cigar, I've never seen that. I have never seen that at all. I know that that some people that that you spoke to suggested that possibly the binder and filler was too wet when the cigar got wrapped. Remember, we're talking about handmade products. Somebody could be in a zone, maybe moving a little too fast, and that wetness created a bit of mold and it became visible under the wrapper. That's possible. Yeah, it is possible. It is also... uh, definite that I put that cigar down and didn't smoke it. I would have too. I absolutely would have too. And, and if I knew where I'd purchased it, I would have said to them, hey, I, 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 I saw this. Things like that can happen. But you'll note that, that the Fingers and I have been doing this, this podcast, or I don't know if you listen to the radio show or the podcast, which you can get at all your podcast platforms, for four years now? Yes. That's the first time that's ever happened to you? Absolutely. I have been smoking for a long time. That has never happened to me. Yeah. Never once. That's how rare something like that is. And I freaked out. And, of course, I looked at all the, the sticks that I had in my humidor around it, and it doesn't look like that there was anything uh, abnormal about the other cigars in my humidor. So that, I had a sigh of relief over that. But still, I had never seen anything like it, and it was in different areas of the cigar. It wasn't just under the band, like you suggested, because the band was green. So immediately I thought, well, maybe it had something to do with the band, but this was way down by the foot. And uh, it, it was, there were different streaks all over the cigar. Very odd. You're dealing with a handmade product. You're dealing with a lot of hands that touch it. It's possible for something to get uh, screwed up. That's, that's the best I can do. Was it mold? Maybe. Possibly. That's the, that's, the only, that's the only thing I can put to it. Marzipan isn't green, is it? Stop it. It's time, Fingers Malloy, for news 
of the week. Oh, CNBC reports that the stock market losses have wiped out $9 trillion from Americans' wealth. You are a treat. <laughs> That's what you are. You're a treat and a joy. Is it true they call you Johnny Good News? They call me Johnny Good News. And that's not all, Tony. There's more. Experts say losses from financial markets could total $9.5 to $10 trillion. There was a report about what people are doing to deal with the financial madness going on and how 21% of respondents in this, in the, in this bit of polling, the survey that was done, I think it was CNN, uh, they're they're looking for another job. They're looking for a higher paying job. Six percent of people have gone to their four hundred one ks, paying penalties to take cash out to deal with what's happening. Dude, there is. I don't know what level of expertise I'm supposed to bring to something when the only answer available is, "Wow, this sucks." Yeah, and there's look, there's there's no changing the fact. That inflation will be with us. I'm putting my marker down. Uh, we don't even stop talking about inflation until second quarter, actually start of third quarter 2024. That wouldn't surprise me. And I just saw that Volkswagen announced that they believe that the computer chip shortage is going to go into 2024. Did, uh, they're now into this as well? Yes. Because Intel and, uh, and Nintendo have said the same thing. So Volkswagen now. Yeah, and Volkswagen saying that now. We kept hearing, well, it may, be get, it may get better at the end of 2022. Oh, first quarter 2023. Man, it feels like there's no end in sight. It doesn't get better at the end of 2022? Wait, oh, that was then. That was then. Oh, that was then. This okay. is now. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's so, it's so brutal. And, and you're not crazy to see it and, and to realize it. And again, people are like, well, what do you do? Is, is this, do I buy something? Do I hold? Do I wait? I mean, you got to check with somebody who knows better than, 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 than Fingers and, and I. We're, we're, we're not your financial advisors, guys. Coffee can in the backyard. Right. You might not be wrong with a coffee can and a shovel as a way to figure out how to get through this. Oh, I'm laughing. If I, if I would look at my 401k right now, I'd be crying. So. Oh, I, I refuse to look. I refuse refuse to look. But I will tell you, when they talked about the amount of people looking for a new job, I'm not looking for a new job. I have been looking for how I add to things, and I already do a lot. And I've, I, I've got new stuff coming. We have new things coming for Eat, Drink, Smoke, and the new book and everything else. Yeah. Diversification of talent is very much a name of the game. There's only so many hours in a day. So you got to pick and choose on that one a, a, a little bit wisely. Our new book, Let's Go Bourbon, the bourbon reader you've always needed, is now available on Amazon.com and our website, EatDrinkSmokeShow.com. Pick up a copy today. I've long been a fan of Barrel Craft Spirits, BarrelBourbon.com. Man, the dovetail. This is about how they finish their bourbon, and it seems like it would be a shtick, except bourbon after bourbon is wonderful. The Dovetail, the Armida, and now in front of us, the Barrel Vantage. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy. This is a blend of straight bourbons that is finished in a series of different kinds of oak, including Mizunara, which is a Japanese oak, French and toasted American oak. This is uh, bourbon that's coming from Indiana. It's coming from Tennessee. It's coming from Kentucky. 
all through that barrel process and then comes out at 114.44 proof. There's the applause. Anything over 100 proof. Getting applause from Fingers Malloy. I adore these people and what they do because when you talk about this, this unique style of finishing, it, it comes across as a shtick. It comes across as a gimmick, except what they create is just absolutely positively terrific. This Fingers Malloy, we start it neat as we always do, and that is almost an orange as opposed to an amber color uh, right there. Maybe somebody would say copper. It looks very, very uh, pretty. No real viscosity going on here. Not really sticking to the side of the glass. Not at what all. What do you got? Yeah, I, you nailed it. I, they're, they're, I was expecting it to stick to the glass a little bit. There's there's nothing there. Uh, maybe just a little bit. Uh, you're, you've already got your nose in it. What as are you getting? As deep as I can, baby. There is so much citrus happening here. That orange, almost to a oh, second time I'll bring it up, tang. It's that kind of orange that's going on right there. That is delicious. So does this mean if I drink it, I will be an astronaut? It does mean oh. you'll be an astronaut. That's right. I will call you Fingers Buzz Malloy is what I'll do. That Come on. That's a beautiful non-alcoholic nose that's not really an ethanol in there. A slight sting in the nose, but gorgeous in the flavor. Yeah, there's no real heat. There's no uh, hint that this is over 100 proof. On the nose, uh, I am getting some oak on it as well, which is nice. It's something that I would think that you would be happy about because you lean more towards an oak bourbon. I'm so much more in the fruit, really, than I am in the oak. But I mean, it's 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 beautiful. It really is. There's also another. There's a little bit of a, a sweetness that I can't really put my finger on. Um, I I think that that if you said it was, it had that orange, uh, citrus fruit. And, and a little bit of a, of a sugariness. I don't think I don't think you'd be off base there. I think that'd be a, a nice way to put it. Uh, fingers Malloy, fifty-seven point two two percent alcohol by a uh, volume. Fingers Malloy, uh, this is the barrel Vantage V A N T A G E. Fingers, you ready for this? Tony, I've been ready for this all day. We start it neat and then decide whether we're going to add some water, some ice chips, or bring it to a cube. Fingers Malloy is doing what's known as the Kentucky Chew, moving it around the palate to get where those flavors are. Sometimes you want to have a second sip. The first sip will be kind of setting the taste buds, and then the second sip really gives you uh, the flavors. Fingers, where are you at? Oh, this is nice. Okay, first of all, there's a, there's a, that citrus that you're talking about, a little bit of floral, maybe a little bit of cinnamon, a touch of cinnamon, slight sting on the tongue, no burn going down. does not play at 114 proof. Uh, a, a coating on the tongue as well, but nothing that lingers, which is kind of what I expected when you know we were, were swirling around the glass and it wasn't really sticking to the glass. Oh, and now there's there's some warmth in the oh, chest. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, you got warmth. Yeah, a little bit of warmth in the chest. Inside. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, very pleasant. Very, very, very good, Tony. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm ready. Uh, for for this, this is the Barrel Vantage V A N T A G E, one hundred and fourteen point four four proof. Fingers Malloy to your health, right there. He's going in. Well, that citrus is kind of lingering on the palate, and that oak. Very happy. He's doing the Memphis Munch, ladies and gentlemen. He's enjoying himself. At least it looks like he's enjoying himself. Maybe he's not enjoying himself. 
What do you got, Tony? Oh, that's lovely. Oh, that is buttery right there and a nice coating of the tongue with that. You're, you're, I think you're right about a little bit of a, of, a, of a cinnamon thing going on right there. I think the oak presents uh, pretty, pretty well. Oh, that is a... It's, it's, it's not orange or, or citrus so much on, on, on a touch of citrus. Not a big orange on, on the palate. But it's, this, it's, oh, it's a lovely mix. I don't think I moved this to a cube. Oh, I think this symbolizes fall in an absolutely beautiful and, and glorious way. Oh, and that finish is a, is a touch of creamy. Is a touch of vanilla ice cream, vanilla bean. Okay. On, on the finish there. Oh, hot diggity. It's not nearly as, as sweet, though, I don't think, as it was on the nose. I, I would argue that's correct. I think the nose was indeed a, a sweeter thing on the barrel vantage. But that's a, that is a well put together because it's, it's the right amount of actual bourbon flavor. Yeah. If you will, with these, these, these other accoutrements and they're not playing separately. They're blending. Sometimes we'll catch things and there'll be a couple of different notes and they stay separate. They stay in their lane. This, even that finish is, is, is vanilla bean, a bit of um, a pie crust, okay. Kind of, kind of, kind of like a sugary pie crust going yeah. on. Oh, almost, that's almost really like a cheesecake, good. cheesecake crust. I don't. Yes, like a cheese. So what would that be? Like a graham cracker yeah. crust. I think. Yeah, I can make that work. I I can make that happen. And I think that this in in, in my life, I think this bourbon would play for everyone at the table. I don't. I. I don't think that this would be something that you would shy away from if you were a beginner. You know, you hear. You hear. Oh my goodness! Over a hundred proof, and that may scare some people away. This does not play at one hundred and fourteen. But proof. I think that if if you're somebody looking for um, that more traditional bourbon flavor, this this could bother some people. This could be not what they're. What 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 they're into? What they're all about? Yeah, there's I, there's definitely I no like vanilla it. or caramel. The the uh, the oak is there, but it's not as oaky as a lot of bourbons that we, we've had. So I can see what you're saying there. It's playing. What the question for us, fingers Malloy, is is the barrel vantage in your liquor cabinet? And again, barrelbourbon.com is it in your liquor cabinet? According to Drizzly, which would be a fantastic sponsor for Eat Drink Smoke. $89.99 a bottle. I would lean no just because for a value, there are other uh, there's other juice out there that, that comes in at half that price. But, man, if this is at your favorite lounge, I'm all in. I'm all in for a pour. I'm with you there. But this could make it into my liquor cabinet. Yeah? Yeah. This, it's, it's so interesting that... I, as, as you know, my palate's change, and mine certainly uh, does. I'm a guy who prefers rye, and this I don't know why this works and why that sweetness works for me. I think it's just where those mixes are. Uh, you know, if, if you get the right proportion, you, you've got me, and this has got me. Barrel, once again, has got me. The barrel vantage is in my liquor cabinet, even at $90 a bottle, although I am looking for it on sale. Would be a great bourbon uh, by the fire outside by the fire pit on a fall uh, day. Ten thousand percent. Check it out for yourself. You see, there is good news, Fingers Malloy. I know that you pride yourself, Fingers, on being Johnny Good News. That's what they call me in newsrooms across 
across the country. They say, Fingers Malloy, America's happy hour anchorman is Johnny Good News. That's who you are. Well, here's the good news, Fingers Malloy. Mm. Costco, the hot dog, the soda, it's a buck fifty, and it's going to stay that way forever. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke. I'm Tony Katz. That is Fingers Malloy. Find everything at EatDrinkSmokeShow.com. The CFO of Costco is Richard Galanti. And he was asked, considering all the rising prices that are out there, whether or not we would see an increase in the world-famous all-beef hot dog and drink for a buck fifty. So he says, look, 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 look. Some businesses uh, that are doing well with margin, those things help us be more aggressive in other areas. Or as you mentioned, hold the price and hold hot, the hot dog and, and the soda price a little longer forever. <laughs> now, some things have gone up. Have you ever had the chicken bake at Costco? No, I have not. Because why would I when I could have a hot dog and a pop for $1.50? That's right. I said pop. I know you did. I know. We're, we're not paying attention to that. The chicken bake went up to three ninety nine from two ninety nine. Have you had the chicken bake? I've never had the chicken bake. Uh, the the because I can get a hot dog and a soda for a buck fifty. <laughs> the price of a soda went up a dime to sixty nine cents, um, and they're like, yeah, but we don't we don't care. When the CEO was asked uh, if he thought the company would raise the price on the hot dog and soda, he said, nope, that's not that's not happening. So some things are still holding strong. But Good on I, Costco for at least this. But someone dropped the ball. This was during uh, a fourth quarter earnings call. I want to know why whoever was asking the question about the hot dog soda combo for $1.50, they didn't bring up the onion gun. Why did they not bring up the onion gun, Tony? Because that's the most crucial part of the $1.50 hot dog in my mind. This is why you need to be in newsrooms all across America. That's what's called journalisming is what that is right is that there. That is? Asking the tough questions, Tony, when these people don't want those questions asked. Well, that's, you know what? They need more of you. And they need more of, wait, what do they call it? Journalisming? No, that would be good journalisming. From a, a journalist like me, America's happy hour anchorman, Fingers Malloy. Hold on. You're now a journalist? Oh, why the hell not? No, long time. <laughs> this is new. Uh, the people over there at Eat This, Not That, which is one of our favorite sites to hear stories that make no sense whatsoever. <laughs> they, oh, if they, our love-hate relationship with eatthis.com is, is extraordinary. They have a list, Fingers Malloy. And as people know, Fingers Malloy has a very unique diet, mm -hmm. very peculiar diet. Uh, it is remarkable that he's still alive. And since we haven't played in so long, it's time to play America's favorite game. What did Fingers eat today? Here's how we play our, our game. We say, Fingers, what did you eat today? Fingers tells us what he ate today. And then with a shock, with, 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 with a mix of, of shock and just absolute disgust, we ask the question, Fingers Malloy, how are you still alive? So, Fingers Malloy, what did you eat today? I started off the day, a friend of mine and I, we had a friendly wager over the Lions-Vikings game. How'd the Lions do? They, they lost. Is that right? Because my, my coach decided uh, to be the coach of the Detroit Lions and screw everything up in the fourth quarter and blow a 10-point lead based on poor coaching decisions. So, I had to pay off my bet, which was a bag of Skittles. Uh, so I had to, to pay off my bag of Skittles in the bet. And I thought, well, if you're going to buy a bag of Skittles for someone else, why not buy one for yourself? So I started off the day with some Skittles. 
uh, with the Diet Pepsi because you don't want the empty calories. They'll go straight to your thighs. Then I had a steak, egg, and cheese bagel from McDonald's. They're back, ladies and gentlemen. The bagel sandwiches at McDonald's, they're back. And the steak, egg, and cheese bagel is magic on a bagel. And so they're back. I'm excited. I only had one. Should have ordered two. Because uh, that's one of those things at McDonald's. It seems as though uh, they make sure that those steak uh, patties are made fresh. So uh, I had to wait 10 minutes for my steak, egg, and cheese bagel. Did did you just say steak patty? Yes, steak patty. But it was fresh. It was fresh. Understood. Uh, And I downed that with a hash brown and uh, more Diet Pepsi. (laughs) You downed it with a hash brown. And, And a Diet Pepsi because who needs the empty calories and then i may have had uh, a snickers bar and that's my day fingers boy how are you still alive i did three burpees today i feel tremendous this is a list holy crap this by the way skittles are the single most outside of tootsie rolls the single most disgusting food in existence <laughs> skittles are the most evil thing because you sometimes grab some skittles you're like oh look M&M's, and then you take that bite and all that fruity hellscape uh, hits your mouth, and you're like, oh my gosh, there is no God. Some call it a fruity hellscape. Others say, taste the rainbow. Well, they, you know who they are. This is a list of the six fast food orders, six fast food orders to avoid if you have high blood sugar. How is there only six? If you have high blood sugar, there should be no fast food in your life. Oh, with that attitude, I suppose. Fingers. This is nonsense. Oh, there are plenty of things you can get at a fast food restaurant if you have high blood sugar. Like? Diet Coke. Diet Pepsi. Here's the list. The first thing to avoid. They created a list. (laughs) Like, you need this. The Carl's Jr. Spicy Double Western Bacon Cheeseburger, which I would eat right now. Well, do you have high blood sugar? No. No, I I, I don't. This burger has 1,400 calories, 87 grams of fat, 2,960 milligrams of sodium, 75 carbs, but 80 grams of protein. There you go. You get your protein. That's your... It's just doing it. If you do a 2,000 calorie uh, a day diet, mm-hmm. this is two thirds. Well, you get, like you said, you get the protein. So then you eat this on the way to the gym before you lift weights to get swole. The Papa John's, the meats, epic stuffed crust pizza. I didn't even know this was a thing. I, I didn't know it is either. And apparently, uh, according to sources, it's epic. I. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. The best is, um, you should. They say opt for thin crust pies with half the cheese and veggie toppings like extra peppers or arugula. No way. They, they don't have arugula. At I want to buy time. this website just so I can shut it down. <laughs> this has to stop the madness of 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 this. And then, and I, I I'm saying this right now. If I catch anyone ordering this, we're not friends anymore. Starbucks crispy grilled cheese on sourdough. What? That sounds wonderful. A grilled cheese on sourdough? Starbucks, you're going for the grilled cheese? Oh, well, no. 
<laughs> but, oh, but the took sandwich you a, it took you a second to figure that one out. Yeah, but the sandwich sounds wonderful. Sourdough grilled cheese sandwich. Yeah, you make that at home and you get a little tomato soup, and then it's snowing outside, and you get a blankie, and you're like, you know, that's right, blankie. And you're like, you know what? <laughs> this is good. Life is good. But did you have you ever had the Starbucks tomato soup? I you and I are gonna riot. <laughs> you and I are going to this list will be on eatdrinksmokeshow.com just so you can vilify it. Because that's all. Gosh, they make lists out of everything. It's called pop. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. So there was Fingers Malloy, stargazing, laying down on the grass with his cigar, looking up at the sky and pondering his existence, when he saw a trail of lights in perfect unison flying across the sky, and he said, well, this is it. World it's War Three. Here comes my probe. To eat, drink, smoke. I'm Tony Katz. That is Fingers Malloy. Don't forget the book, Let's Go Bourbon, perfect for Christmas. If you don't already have it, get it at Amazon.com. It is our bourbon book. It's a great, great, easy read. A lot of fun, a lot of good knowledge. Let's Go Bourbon at Amazon.com. Here comes my probe is what just came out of your face. Well, I could have done a Cartman impression, but that would have been, that would have been uh, really weird. But what you saw was Starlink. Yeah, at first I thought it was the Nexus. You know what the Nexus is? No. It was from Star Trek uh, Generations movie. Uh, you flew into this temporal Nexus, and that would get you into a place where uh, time meant nothing. You, know, you remember that? Oh, that, no, no, that's Facebook. Oh. <laughs> On Facebook, time means nothing. That's how it works. It was weird looking, though. I mean, it, to see it across the sky... And it, it was it was moving rather quickly. Uh, so Starlink is is a satellite company. It's Elon Musk, and so it's a way of engaging the internet. It's internet access. When they move these satellites, they're very very small, and and it, they burn up when they come back into the atmosphere, and they're easily replaceable. That's why he has it. But when they move, they move in unison in a strip. And it is the freakiest looking thing if you've never seen it. Look for videos on Starlink and uh, you'll be like, holy cow, you would freak out if you saw it. Yeah, and thank, this is one of the few occasions where I thought to myself, thank God for social media because I got on Twitter right away and found out within about five seconds uh, that it was Starlink. But people all over the East Coast were freaking out. It's like, what is this? I have no idea what it is. Are we, is it war? Is it, is it aliens? It's aliens but it wasn't aliens. Or alien war, <laughs> which is the worst kind of war. <laughs> now, it's, it, is, it is kind of amazing uh, to watch. I, I've seen it before. It's, it's, it, is, it, it is freaky. This equally freaky. So Apple makes a big deal. They've got the iPhone 14. It is out. And one of the things they discuss, they're not raising the price on the iPhone 14. They're going to make it just like the iPhone 13. And of course, you've got the Pro and the Max, all, all sorts of things. And then all of a sudden you read from Bloomberg that Apple is changing its production. They're not going to do production increases. They were expecting this to be a big seller right off the bat. The iPhone 14 Pro model selling better than the entry level, which I assume people do because of status. Mm -hmm. I assume that's why they get the, the, the Pro models. They were hoping to see a sales increase and now they're changing their production to say, 
Eh, maybe we don't need this many phones. Well, you're a victim of your own success, I think. I think a lot of people are looking at their their current model and saying to themselves, uh, listen, we don't know what 2023 is going to bring. Maybe uh, spending $1,200, $1,400 on a cell phone uh, when my, cell, my current cell phone works just fine is not the best investment in the world. I think you're starting to see consumers make decisions based on how they think the economy is going to be in, in the next year. So I have uh, the 12 Pro Max. That's the phone I have. And I, I use it for videos. I use it, you know, I do it for live streams uh, that we do to eatdrinksmoke.locals.com. You know, of course, uh, if you go to eatdrinksmokeshow.com, it's to our world there at Locals where we have free content and subscriber content. And we continue to build that out and, and, and grow and, and, and create that strategy because Facebook is a hard one to trust, especially when you're in the cigar and bourbon world like, like we are, the levels to which they throttle uh, cigar content and cigar conversations uh, and certainly the marketing makes it extremely, extremely difficult. Never mind any, any politic issues, politics issues you may have with, with, with Facebook. They're just, they take this legal product and they make it difficult for people to engage and share in. And I, both fingers and I are like, yeah, that's, that's not it. We'll take our chances by building up our own world with people who they like this and they want to talk about it and they, they don't want to have somebody else telling them, oh, shame on you. You're a bad person. No, no, we're, we're, we're all fine, good people. Yeah, you're, you've seen it with political content, and now you're seeing it with, unfortunately, premium cigar content, that it's getting harder and harder to, to share your content and share your opinion about uh, the products that you love uh, because there are a lot of big tech comp companies that don't want to have anything to do with tobacco. And we've talked about it before where they try to lump everything under one umbrella, uh, uh, cigarettes, vaping products, and premium cigars. So we're trying to offer a platform where people can share and, and enjoy their love of cigars. Find everything at eatdrinksmokeshow.com and be a part of what we're doing over there. Then there is, again, I don't even think this is a political story. This is just nuts. The IRS sending out child tax credit payment last year to people who were not eligible to get it more than a billion dollars, Fingers Malloy. That's with a B. 3.3 million payments that should not have been sent between July and November of last year. They also sent $3.7 billion to the more than 4 million taxpayers who were eligible. So. We're talking about a $5 billion spend here. You want to know why we have inflation? Too much <laughs> cash, not enough stuff. Here's one. Look, it's just economics. It's one of the realities. This is madness. More than a million and a half uh, ineligible people uh, where a dependent did not meet the age requirement got this. You can't get that money back. That money's gone. And you know what they say? Eh. 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 Yeah. Drives me crazy. And there's no accountability at all. No one will lose their jobs uh, over this. They also failed to send payments worth $3.7 billion to more than 4 million taxpayers who were eligible. So some people got the tax credit or the, they got the payment uh, who weren't eligible and then a bunch of people who were eligible, they didn't get the payment. Well, oh, people who were supposed to get it didn't get it? Yes. 4 million taxpayers who were eligible didn't get it. How does this not enrage I am always kind of stunned. You know, uh, Fingers Malloy and I are, are, are political people. We do political radio shows. We, we, we talk about this stuff. We break this down. We consult with people. We do all sorts of things. When we get to Eat, Drink, Smoke, we leave that behind us. 
But we do ask often what we think is a pretty rational question. Exactly how committed to you or how committed are you to that letter at the end of somebody's name, an R or a D, because there's plenty of things you can do on, on every side, that that you're not disgusted by this by this madness. A billion dollars. D- does that not mean anything to anyone? No. It, it doesn't. And that's what's so disturbing because government spends so much money. I think a billion dollars, it, it seems like chump change to a lot of people. And in the grand scheme of things, with how much money the government spends, I guess you could say it's chump change. Unless you think to yourself, uh, what if I got a bill for a billion dollars? Just me. That, it's that's our not billion. Change. Turns out we're, we're the chump. You know, the, the expression is a billion here, a billion there. Eventually, you're talking about real money. Yeah. <laughs> if, if we the people started getting really disgusted by this and vocal about it, I am a believer that this stuff could change. But nope, we get moved right on to the next story. This, this story is probably like, like uh, page A22 of some newspaper, and it's, it's not going to be uh, the, the big thing. No, I think you're right. I also believe we've gotten to the point where people aren't voting for someone anymore. They're voting against the other They're guy? They're voting against the other guy. I can't let the other guy or girl get in. I've got to vote for, hold my nose and vote for the, the team that I've always voted for. Right. I think that's where we're at. Drinking uh, the Barrel Vantage from uh, BarrelBourbon.com, wonderful, and smoking the Cavalier Inner Circle, which is a cigar that is in my humidor. But as, as we sit here, it's Hurricane Ian that has hit the west coast of Florida, making its way through Florida. Of course, we're thinking about all the people who listen to us on WDBO in Orlando that may be dealing with some very serious flooding by the time they hear this or the aftermath. A lot of people impacted, a lot of people going to be damaged. They're going to need your support and help when you are preparing to give. Make sure you're giving to a group that's reputable. Don't just respond to the text. Don't just respond to the email. Please, if you're going to give to help people, do the research. That is extremely important. That's Fingers Malloy. I'm Tony Katz. Find everything at eatdrinksmokeshow.com. Follow Eat, Drink, Smoke on social media, on Twitter, at Go Eat, Drink, Smoke, on Facebook, facebook.com slash Eat, Drink, Smoke, and Instagram, at Eat, Drink, Smoke Podcast.